Hello and welcome to the Chromacast with your host, Chroma Cosmos. I'm here with my good friend, Mr. Hobbs, who has been a lifelong friend and is really, really awesome. Mr. Hobbs, how are you doing today? How's it going, everyone? <laughs> oh, I've been doing pretty good. <laughs> the, uh, we were having a discussion earlier, and you mentioned how, like, there's always a new experience in VR. Like, um, there always will be an. Oh, sorry if I'm actually interrupting. Oh no, no, um, no, you're fine. <laughs> um, the experience uh, is, as I would put it, I guess maybe, it's ever changing, especially in VR. And as you mentioned before in your previous podcast, um, which I had the pleasure of actually watching. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's no problem. Uh, even with. I guess if you, as you put it, you had eight months in the game. You kind of mentioned that it's either was it ever was it always ever ever changing as well. I feel like it is. Or was it always the same? <laughs> I I feel like there's but there's something always different. Yes, or at least that's the way I kind of see it also as well. Um, there's always something different, even though you kind of do the same instances over and over again, jumping on the same world just either mostly i guess if you would be saying eh looking at yourself in the mirror the majority of the time yeah one of the things that um when i first started using vr was some of the habits that people were doing like looking at mirrors mm. because you're looking at something that is that is not you or using an avatar that is the complete opposite of of what you look like in real life i don't think it's an escape or it's more like uh i don't know an adaptation for something beyond reality i guess that's why it's called virtual reality true true i know we've actually touched up on this uh subject before or I think it would have been maybe last month or two months ago. But I kind of believe that the characters that most people use or the characters we use are either a representation of how we feel in on the inside, so to speak. That's uh, one regardless way to as it. to whether... Yeah. Regardless as to whether or not you're actually... Oops, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, whether you're either using a persona, whether you're using either, of course... A cat wolf boy or whether or not you're using an elf as well i mean i could still take off the ears either way and that'd still be the same <laughs> but, but i think the avatars are more personality based than anything that's just my view i'm not sure if the rest of the public would actually agree with this but well, to each their own do to each do. their own Absolutely. I think um, it also depends on the mood in which you're in. Um, mm -hmm. If you're feeling... And that's the cool thing about avatars. It's like if you're feeling kind of cute, you can... Even if you're a, like a masculine guy, you can you can be <laughs> <laughs> like a... Like a... Like a... Like a female avatar... 
in just like that and still feel I don't know feel cute for lack of better words you could you could in my last podcast I was talking about a second skin do you feel that this avatar that you use is a second skin of yours Mm, not necessarily well, I mean, besides the long ears, that's going to be a horse, but the only part that's going to be a second skin. Anything else besides this? Uh, no. Not really. The character is who I am and who I could be, yet only choose to show myself as only on here. Anything else outside of ER is just like, okay, you, I am... Uh, I am as well who I am. That's not going to change. For sure. Do you mind if I tell the uh, the viewers that I know I know you in real life. We've known each other in real oh. life for 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 a lot for a few <laughs> for a while now actually. And I think it was since. 2010 around there? Yeah. Yeah, it was. And if I could I could have, if I could have a confession, when I first joined VR, mm. I thought that I was going my personality was going to be a little bit different like since I have a okay, now I'm a different uh person if you will. Now I'm Chroma. I'm going to be able to get away with things a little bit easier. Like joke meanly <laughs> and like just have like wreck havoc. However, as time went on, I realized that, you know, how I am in VR is, is pretty much how I am the same in real life. And I think the same thing can be said about you, especially. I mean, I know you in mm. real life. You're, you're kind and always listening um, whenever I need someone to talk to. You're a very wholesome person. <laughs> Mr. Hobbs. <laughs> Thank you. Both both in real life and and VR. Uh but I guess adding to that most people don't most people don't really need to actually change any aspect of themselves as personality wise. But I do understand that some people actually also come on here to do their quote unquote role play yeah and that would be the only aspect that changes but i don't want to say that it necessarily turns into a problem because eventually it starts bleeding out afterwards because let's face it some people actually do um they they have but they have better self-control than others for sure and that is and at a certain point i guess maybe there's that line that kind of like ends up being blurred eventually yeah um, i think the only time i've ever actually felt where in the vr kind of like the vr world kind of like comes into the um actual world i sort of like self uh quoted this as a bleeding effect only to a certain extent uh of course the bleeding effect as i mentioned to some people that Deri uh, it's a term that actually derives from the Assassin's Creed uh, uh, 
Termina I guess, uh, Assassin's Creed world. Of course, which we have <laughs> we have nothing to do with at this point. Um, the term for the the term for the series actually explained to where a person would actually jump into a machine, relive their um, relive their ancestors' memories, and if they actually stayed in the machine for too long, certain effects could actually be seen where they would actually see uh, visual hallucinations. Um, into everyday parts of their life, which to some extent actually made the user mad. Now I'm not saying this as a as a way to say that okay, visually everything is being melded together. No 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 no. I'm saying like sensory wise. Um I guess maybe just by sense uh, touch of sense like for some reason, like if you were to move your arm, or it's happened to me before, where I would actually reach out for something, but it would feel for me like it's not my own appendage, it's not my limb. I think that's only ever happened maybe around the first two times when I'm actually when I came out of VR, especially with a headset. Do you get? Um, did you get motion sickness? I know that's one of the, uh, one of the, how do you say, um, side effects from using VR. A lot of, like, motion sickness mm -hmm. is what I get here a lot, uh, a lot about. No, actually, I haven't been, I haven't had any bouts of motion sickness, or at Same. least not to the strongest extent. Only time I've actually ever felt something like that would, I guess, would be um, when I think it was one of these worlds. It was supposed to be the chill hangout or chill chill house or something like that. Um, along the back along the backyard, there's actually a swing set that actually like pretty much just with cover uh, moves back and forth. But while your avatar is actually sitting on it and you're looking at the sky at an angle, uh, at an angle. Yes. Your body is, I guess, is kind of expecting you to be either sensing wind or to be sensing a little bit of motion. But since there's no movement at all whatsoever, which I feel very is very odd, um, that is the only time I've actually gotten close to motion sickness. You're absolutely and right. And I believe to... And I believe, sorry. No, you're and I fine. believe for anyone that's actually tried out this world, uh, test pilots, um, you can actually fly your own either jet plane, fly a helicopter, fly whatever it is that you can. If your character is actually moving at a fast enough pace and you're doing so many whirls, so many uh, barrel rolls, if you want to, you, there is a possibility like someone could actually get motion sickness that way. I know which world, which world you're talking about. The one with the uh, the rockets on your <laughs> on your hands, right? Yeah, I think oh, it's that one. that one made me sick. It it's not in a bad way, but I I get what you what you mean <laughs> by by motion sickness. I I know sometimes my avatar will like be trailing behind me, and so like you'll see the model like <laughs> flickering in and out of existence. I'm like this is this is just this is just too much. I know which one you're talking about. Mm. I feel like the brain tries to make connections with 
what the what the eye and the hand are seeing like for example I'm, like if i try um touching this r rug enough will i start seeing feeling a rug or maybe i i, I just won't feel anything i know it, phantom touch that's what it's called and earlier you mentioned that you have um phantom touch but on a smaller smaller scale um not to the point where a few other of my friends actually they could actually feel a punch they can feel someone being poking them whoa they could feel someone like touching their face like not for me it's not like that for me it's more of a like let's let's say if someone were to actually to put their put their hand on me I'm not going to feel their hand. I'm only going to feel what's, what I guess would be for me, heat. That's it. Do you mind like, if I try that right now? Go ahead. Do you feel heat? It's like right there, I could actually feel heat. Whoa. But I wouldn't feel any fingertips. I wouldn't feel anything else. Oh, wait. Of course, I could feel it. My hand in real life is actually... It wouldn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> but let's say if I were to actually, if someone were to actually to poke me with a uh, poke me with their finger, like I, only to that certain small point would I actually feel heat. Damn. Anything else besides that, I'm not gonna feel anything. Yeah, because I tried I tried to hit your knee earlier with a, with an umbrella, and you you <laughs> <laughs> apart from the false reaction <laughs> you, you didn't feel it but do you remember the anime dot hack sign there was an episode actually the first episode where one of the for those of you who don't know dot hack sign is an anime where the entire entirety of the show takes place in virtual reality anyways at the first episode one of the characters gets angry and slaps the main character but the main character feels it like mm -hmm. like an actual slap, and out and uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, but the character has been immersed and feels everything in this world that they're that they're in. As far as it goes, I've seen I've felt like little brushes, like minuscule phantom touches, for lack of better words. Hmm. Like if there was um, like a fan blowing real close to my face, I would, I would feel that. Real small stuff like oh. that. Yeah. So it hasn't come to the point where for you, you could actually feel someone like actually either slapping slapping either your thigh slapping your arm or anything you don't not, feel blow right not yet no <laughs> hopefully not <laughs> not anytime soon i will say this though whenever um someone is real close to me i i do have a tendency to kind of like back up like in real life and i don't know even though people walk through people and out here all the mm. time, I still get that sensation of um, personal boundaries. Mm, How about yourself? I think I know what you mean. Um, rarely, only on rare occasions, I 
I'm not sure whether or not I need to be completely focused on the person for them to, or at least for me to notice their presence, like being really close, or either I'm zoned out at the end of the day and I'm completely exhausted from work or from whatever reason. Um, again, only on rare occasions do I ever actually feel like someone's like present. Yeah. You know, one thing I've noticed is that I still have energy sometimes, even after a hard day of work, because it feels like, okay, that person is tired, but Chroma's ready. Chroma just woke up, for lack of a better word, so he feels energized. <laughs> I can't explain it. It's like, so, I'm listening. Um... So when you say Chroma is ready to, Chroma when you say Chroma is ready to go when he's already hyped up, he's good to go on to, like say the next the next project or some other small thing. Like you say you caught your second wind. Are you good for the rest of the night or? Yeah. Or how long would it actually last? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. But I'll be honest. Sometimes <laughs> the other person is tired so chroma will be tired as well but for most of the time whenever <laughs> chroma gets on usually um chroma is is ready to go i'm i'm ready to go like i feel rested because <laughs> like for a second it kind of ma you made it sound like you kind of tried to match energy levels like with with anyone else that was around you oh for sure Has, have you, how do you, from the time you started using VR to where you are right now, like, has it, how do you, how, how has it been? I actually, if, if you'll mind, uh, it's been a few months now, right? Since you've, since you've been on. What are your thoughts uh, about it? In total... In total, I would say I've been, or at least for the most part in the beginning, I've been kind of on and off. Because initially I started off with playing VR chat on desktop, of course, with our mutual friend Blue. Yeah, if he ever sees this. Hi. <laughs> shout out to Blue. Uh, shout out. Love. We love you, Blue. The, the guy you love. Hugs. <laughs> But um, I think it was more towards the, I guess what was supposed to be the start of the Ugandan Knuckles uh, yeah. time. Uh, man, that was something else. <laughs> that was really something else. I, I was on VR chat, at least for that part, for the total of two months, maybe, maybe a close to four months. And then pretty much life just carried me away from there. And only until recently, um, I would actually say maybe mid-February is when I actually got my headset. From there on, I finally understood when they said that it is a very different experience. Oh, yeah. 
and they were not kidding for that point. Mm. From the way we're seeing things right now, uh, visually, it's more far, far more immersive for a virtual reality person than it is for a desktop user, because of course, they can still see the screen, they can still see everything else around them. But once the headset's on, once the earphones are on, whatever headset anyone else is wearing, if they're using over-ear headphones as well, that's it. Outside world is shut off. You're only stuck on. You're only like focusing on the world that's in front of you right now. Absolutely. I mentioned in the last episode, like it, it blew, it blew my mind, <laughs> and. <laughs> And I, I know I mentioned in the last episode, I speculated where we might be in the next, who knows, next few months, next few years. I mean, this is still kind of, I think we're still seeing VR in its infancy. And we have yet to get to that point where it's indiscernible from reality, is what I think, is what I'm really curious and what we will see in our lifetime what's next you know well i mean they have been they have been hinting at various other products that'll actually imitate uh so to speak uh i guess in a sense uh, the sense of touch they're already coming out with i think it's supposed to be i'm not sure if it's supposed to be a back plate or a front plate oh that you can actually yeah. start feeling it the haptic, haptic feedback. Like, um, it's it's a slow process. It's a I guess I, I guess it's a crawl towards an advanced uh, sense uh, sensory input. But we're we're getting there. It's I I would give it maybe about another ten years, another fifteen years before it solidifies. Probably, before it solidifies, but that's me probably being optimistic, a little too optimistic on that one. Uh, in reality, more than likely, it would actually take us another 30 years, uh, 40 years for that. Uh, I think we could I see mean, it in the next as five recently, years. They've actually come up with... Oh, in the next that, five that, years. That's my guesstimate. <laughs> you're, you're probably more realistic, and I'm mm. taking the more um, optimistic approach. <laughs> I like to say it's gonna be in here in the next five years, and we can start a pre-order right now. No, I mean I still have yet, I still have yet to get myself the full-body trackers, bro. What people do with those full-body trackers is is mind-blowing. <laughs> I want to be part of it. I, you go ahead. Seriously, seriously, kudos to the, kudos to the people who can actually dance and those things to I those people God. who could dance you 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 guys are the best you're, so, you're something else something else you're something else you're in your own genre there i catch you guys at the void and you guys are so much fun to watch <laughs> like the only thing i could do is probably there was a video there was a video on youtube that i was watching and how like if you're just wearing a headset then the way it tracks your body is as if you were standing straight because it's your head and then your pelvis, and then that's it. So 
if you catch me at the void, you you'll probably see me like just dancing with my head and back straight. But <laughs> p- those body trackers, man, let you go full on dancer mode. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think next year by probably again by June by June or by uh, early July, the I think if the, I think the company the company's name is Tundra. They should be coming out with uh with full body trackers for honestly I I figured this was a cheap price uh, three hundred dollars. The receivers apparently can actually hold up to well they can support six um. I want to I want to call them nodes because uh, I, I I figure that's what that most people would actually just call them. But seriously, I, I'm I'm thinking of investing on one of those. Dude, go for it. Let me know how. It, let me <laughs> let me know when you when you order them, and I'll I'll track with you. <laughs> what I've seen a lot of people do is purchase one one puck or one one tracker. And then eventually buy another one uh, over time. It's probably that's probably the route I'm gonna take. Yeah, I at least for the most at least for the VR trackers right now, I feel like that's actually like it's very expensive. I know. Oh yeah. I know some people might not agree with that, but some I know the majority of them will. Uh, not that they. Uh, how would I say it? I don't. I don't want to say not that they should agree, but it. I guess it depends on person to person. But I right now I will. I'll just wait. I'll put it off on the back burner. Hey. Why lie? I'll probably do the same. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about that time I accidentally ordered. This is an embarrassing story, but I'm, I'm willing to share with you. I told you about the time I ordered um, straps, thinking they were trackers. <laughs> Oh, I told you. So, so no, I, you you didn't actually. Even. I I was, I was I was, I had my phone open. I was like, let me let me just see if the price for these trackers have changed. And then I saw, what I thought, this, it was a, <laughs> it was my part. I should have read the detail. Chroma didn't read the details. I thought the straps <laughs> were the trackers. I'm like. Bro, $39 for a tracker, sign me in. <laughs> I placed my order and they came and it was just the straps. Oh my I, god. I, I embarrass myself sometimes. <laughs> but needless to say, um, I returned them and I will be getting <laughs> <laughs> the trackers when I have well, the means. Uh, um... <laughs> I mean, at least you didn't make the rookie mistake of of trying to respawn the world, but only respawning yourself. <laughs> I'm never gonna live that one down. That's for sure. Tell us about it. Only, only if you, if you don't mind. Um. But if it's a, if it's a story, best. Oh, I mean, it's not. It's not really much of a story per se. It's just a, just an experience. I know. I can't remember the name of the. I can't remember the name of the world, 
All I remember about it was the fact that it was a uh, sort of an old, an old, an old wooden mansion, yeah. literally covered from. Well, at least the walls were covered with nothing but portraits of cats. Um, some diners or some dining halls actually had uh, pictures of knights on them. Huh. But of course, certain um, there was a, we missed a step in that world. It's kind of like an escape world, a puzzle world, so to speak. We missed a step, or we missed an item to unlock a door. Uh, but the instance actually turned out that it was actually bugged. So I was told, of course, by our friend Blue, that you're probably gonna need to restart the world. Okay, sure. Now, of course, me opening up the menu, I literally clicked just on respawn, and I started back at the beginning of the world. Oh, no. He comes... He... he, Of course, Blue comes over, and he's just looking at me, (laughs) shaking his head. The next thing I see is him just falling on the floor, (laughs) laughing his ass off. Yeah, you, you don't. Now, <laughs> Go ahead, continue. Now, whenever it com- whenever it comes to people just um, laugh, I guess laughing at my expense is like I kind of really don't take kindly to it. But then again, at the same time, I'm reflecting on the moment and like, yeah, you know what? I probably should have asked first. I probably should have asked first before I actually even respond. Well, to be fair, no <laughs> one told you. <laughs> No, no one tells you these things. You know, that's one thing I noticed in VR chat. Like, no one tells you these things. Unless they're they're really wholesome, they're real kind, they give you a heads up. I mean, if a random person is willing to help you, okay. But at the same time, yeah. since we've actually known each other for so... If, if we've known each other, since we've known each other for so long, it was like... I should have expected more of myself, and it was actually my fault for not actually saying anything at all either uh it was dumb of me to actually to assume that me responding would actually restart the whole world but of course um me being the type of person that either overthinks things or just doesn't think at all and just does everything uh without even bothering of like of, of trying of trying to Guess like what thing is well what what is what? I guess a shoot first, ask questions mentality. I'm the same way. <laughs> I'd rather ask for forgiveness than permission, and I'd rather just wing it sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes I I have to experience it so that so it'll stick in here, so I'll remember. But it's like you gotta get to that. Uh, somehow you got to get to that point where it's like, okay, I'm just shutting everything off. I'm doing it. That's it. No, no, it's and or what. I think overthinking is kind of productive as well. Well, it's, um, I take that back. Well, mm-hmm. overthinking is good, but overthinking, um, if it's hindering you from actually doing something is, is counterproductive. At least, mm-hmm. in my opinion, at least that's what I think. If it's hindering you from well, doing something, what do you think? It, um, of course, it's 
I mean, it, it is. It, it it can be detrimental, at least overthinking. Um, I've only heard of instances where certain people actually they've they've actually overthought things so much that they actually have anxiety attacks. Um, I mean, if that if that's the case with some people, I mean, the most it would it would actually be, it's nice for them to actually I guess to have someone reach out to them sort of like, sort of help them out. Uh, but it can be productive only to certain aspects. I mean, if you're more of a theoretical person, of course, sure, that'll help you out in the long run, short run, or in any possible way. Because, I mean, sometimes you need to think of every possibility. Like, what could this action actually do? What kind of consequences will there be? Because, I mean... But then again, I mean, there's that saying. No good deed goes unpunished. So, it's a bit of a damned if you do, damned if you don't type hey. of deal. Yeah. It's a catch-22. Did you ever hear about that phrase? heard it before but i've heard the instance no not the instance i've heard the definition of it or the explanation behind the whole thing um not i'm a little rusty on the whole thing though it's it's basically a um it's a scenario in which um correct me if i'm wrong it's it's kind of a lose lose situation. Well, not necessarily lose lose situation, but it's it's very conditional. Like, the outcome is conditional, even if you go both ways. So, mm. a catch twenty two is kind of like. You can go forward, but in order for that to happen, something else has to happen. It's it's basically a conditional outcome. I'm explaining it really, really bad. I should, I should probably be looking it up. Mm. But it's like, it can't... You're making it sound like a side quest. Like, C can't happen. It kind of is. C can't happen unless B happens first, and that's how A gets to C. It's 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 pretty conditional. Mm. But yeah, like, making going mm. back to um overthinking and decisions... I think making mm -hmm. a calculated um action I I can see I can see where you're coming from for sure Have you ever thought about 3D modeling? Um I or, or would you say are you saying like actually 3D modeling or creating a 3D model? Creating a 3D model because there was this app that I um, recently got mm -hmm. into called Vroid. Have you heard of Vroid? I don't think I have, actually. Okay. If if you don't have any experience with Blender or 3D modeling software, I I totally recommend um, looking into Vroid. Like, you haven't uploaded anything with it yet, but it's basically an avatar um, creating software. And you get to... It's 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 like professional presets, but it is so much easier than than Blender. I I guess trying to tie it back to overthinking. Whenever I got to Blender 
And I don't know if it's the perfectionist mentality, but when I was creating this avatar, I wanted to make sure that the nose was perfect, the hair was symmetrical. I was just overthinking it, and I didn't want to go to Blender just for that reason. But whenever I was using a Vroid, it was kind of like, oh man, you know, why not use it if it makes things easier? Like, if, if the outcome is still what I want, like, why not, you know? <laughs> so, Vroid has a... Or Vroid can actually simplify the process of actually yes. making and creating a 3D model. Yeah. Huh. That's kind of that's kind of bad actually because I mean most people usually say the same thing for Blender and Unity also as well that it's already simple as it is. Oh man, I think I have a smaller brain in that case. But I guess <laughs> going back to what we were saying earlier and overthinking, I think you said a key word right mm. now, and that is simplification. Simplify. Simplify. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the word know. of the day. Simplify. Simplify. <laughs> Simplicity is bliss. Wouldn't oh, you my... agree, Mr. Hobbs? Uh, simplicity can be bliss, but it tends to be it tends to be monotonous after a certain uh amount of time. Then that's where most people true. tend to complicate their own lives because they want a little bit of a thrill. What's your thrill, Mr. Hobbs? My thrill. Your thrill. I don't... I don't think I necessarily have a thrill. I just... I don't know. I, 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 it's it's a bit of a mix for me. Because I, I like I going to tall be... buildings in VR and looking down and getting those butterflies. Like I get uh, a thrill from that. Oh no, I got it. It's like, like for me, I, I should not be looking down, to... but I still I am. Okay. <laughs> no, I think for me it would actually be just be. It doesn't really matter if it's VR or. It's because it's this is this instance has actually happened to like even playing games. Uh, on a console, on my computer as well. Uh, just jumping off a building and <laughs> looking down at the ground just coming up at you. I can feel my stomach just come Same. up at me. What is... Same. <laughs> I think that would be the closest thing to, to a thrill, but IRL-wise, eh, not much of anything, actually. Maybe besides me just speeding through the streets like not literally not literally speeding through the streets i'll, I'll be the first five miles per hour over the speed limit i do mr hobbs i go not five but six sometimes seven above the speed limit <laughs> and if anybody finds where i live please don't report me but you know i barely realized this the other day that insurance for car insurance it's more expensive for males than it is for females. And I asked my friend, why is that? And according to him, the statistics are the men drive more reckless than women. And as soon as he said that, got me thinking, you know, he's not wrong <laughs> about that. I mean, I would, I would I mean... Like, I'm a safe driver most of the time. I... I 
arguably, but every now and then, you know, I like to put on my Eurobeat music and go a little fast. Sometimes, of course, I'm still. See, that's the thing. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you catch a beat, or sometimes you catch a song, or you hear a song that just motivates. Yeah, you, you just, just feel it. Actually, energizes you so much. Yeah. And yet, you just can't help but actually literally, uh, like, press, of course, press on the gas a little bit more than usual. That's my thrill. Right there. <laughs> In addition to looking down buildings and feeling butterflies, it's... <laughs> I mean, I, not that I'm racing, but, you know, you got the music, you're, you clocked out of work, it's kind of like, let's go home. <laughs> That's... Oh my god, the case... The case of the Fridays, though, sometimes. Oh, I swear. my goodness. You have no idea. Yes. <laughs> I I don't know why. I kind of feel like doing that sometimes, especially for a Monday. Just playing, of course, the song Blue Monday on my way to work. <gasps> I know that. New order, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, new order. Yeah. Actually, please don't, please don't strike me. Please don't copyright that. Um, I don't get this video taken off. But yeah, Blue Monday. <laughs> I know that is a cool song to clock into work to, like, feel like a badass. You like, you take out your imaginary cigarette and you just toss in, like, you're just clocking into work, and the lyrics are going into your head. It's kind of like you feel like the, you feel like the anti-hero in a movie. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. I'm, I'm going <laughs> off on a tangent here. No, 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 no. It's, it's good. It's good. I, like, I, it's good to actually to add on to it. But no, funny for me, it was for me that the mindset would be more of okay, you know what, I, I relaxed, I relaxed on the weekend, but it never felt like enough. So now that I'm going into work, especially early in the morning, oh, it's kind of a bit of a drag. So I kind of need a little bit of a funk to. So to get me moving, but it remind me of the week, I guess, so to yeah. speak, that's actually coming along the way. Because I swear to God, it can be bad. Sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, to anyone, to anyone out there, I'm pretty sure some of actually, some have actually felt it before. There are those weeks that they pass by so quickly, but. Mostly because either you're very busy or because you're focused on something else. Those kind of those kind of drain you, but you're a little bit more satisfied at the end of the week because you did something. Yes. Compared to the weeks where, compared to the weeks where you're pretty much just like everything is so slow. There's either if for anyone that's actually working on the clinic, there's no patients coming in whatsoever. For anyone that's working in a department store, there is no clients, no customers whatsoever. Um, or to the people out there, seriously, to the people in the food industry also as well. You guys, I swear to God, you guys, some of you actually have hearts of fucking gold, I swear. Oh, oh there you are. Jeez. <laughs> Whoops. That'll I think you actually clicked on the one of the chairs. Ah! That'll happen. But, yeah, again, to the people in the food industry, some of you actually are the most patient people, I swear. Um, don't let the mistakes hold you down if you're actually committing any it's a learning experience to some even to the most ex I guess to, the, to a veteran um, kudos seriously to these people 
Especially especially right now with what's going on out in the world as well. Um I don't know, I kinda feel like at least, at least personally, I kinda feel like they get the the brunt of the majority of like us of the bad stuff that's happening out there. Who again? The people out the people working in the food industries. I kinda feel like they get the, oh. the brunt of the brunt of like the bad part of humanity. Yes. Like come on dude. Like they, like they don't need that. They're just, like they're working their ass off for, for everyone else. Like they don't, they don't need it. They don't need the. They don't need people bashing on them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless you're SpongeBob but, SquarePants yeah. singing on your way to a job <laughs> like that. I mean, <laughs> all you're just doing is taking um, orders. I, I worked two days in the food industry. <laughs> Never again. Never. I got. I got a little um, taste of it, and I. I just. Oh man, it was such a humbling experience. I'll tell you that much. And I have nothing but respect for. I mean, I've always had respect for those people, but like, man, my respect grew more once I walked the second day. I. I. I could never do that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, what was I saying? Oh yeah, uh, compared to the day, compared to the weeks where it's like, it's always slow. Every, every day is always a slow day, and for some reason, it just you, you feel like you're stuck in a you're stuck in a mire, like you're stuck in something, but you're not going anywhere. That is a, for me that is the worst draining experience because you did nothing at all whatsoever and that for some reason it's like do i do i just go on do i just i don't know find a new purpose from within i guess you could do that my grandfather you could do that um He's his 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 philosophy of life is um he he always wants to be learning something new um every single day and so he he's a huge fan of learning languages so he'll go on Google and just learn new words from different languages be it um Italian Russian or hmm. German. He, he he just feels the need to cuz i think i think i don't know if there's research in it but it's um brain elasticity uh, don't quote me on this i'm not a scientist but it's keeping the brain <laughs> active cuz it's kind of like a muscle in in a in a sense you know what actually i actually had a seminar i went to a, a seminar the other day and they were talking about a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset and they were talking about how mm-hmm having like the brain is still capable of of learning new things even even to into age i i think it's the comparison of the fixed mindset and the growing mindset of course uh fixed mindset uh person's not willing to budge whatsoever they know what they know and it's my way or the highway no what exactly mm, i mean they just call them stubborn people, of course. 
compared to the person who is a growing mindset, of course, willing to take in whatever is new, uh, willing to, and they're a lot more willing to either learn or to experience something else instead. Which, of course, uh, leads to a person gaining more knowledge or over the course of time. Um, but honestly, I, 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 I would say it's actually a little, I would say it's actually uh, fairly commendable for a person to want to learn a new language, I guess, like your grandfather did. Um, but at the same time, also, I give my respects to these people who actually are willing to learn not just the language, but the culture as well of other people. Yes. Like, going below the surface. And that's the, one of the cool things about um, VR chat, especially, is that you're exposed to people of, like, different perspectives and backgrounds and um, mannerisms. And it's it's very, very introspective, for, for lack of better words. I, I mean, I guess where I'm at right now, it, people... I guess our people, but I mean they're still diversified, but not as diversified as a hub like like VR chat where we were speaking to someone from Germany a moment ago. <laughs> and I think, um, just that having this diverse culture. Meant, Go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess we could actually I guess I could say like it's it's actually something to, something worth celebrating. Absolutely. I think as of recently, I've only ever met one person from. Actually, no, scratch that. I've already met like maybe a handful of people. One from South Africa, one from Sweden, one from of course London. Um. But other than that, I think I've only actually met one person, or two people uh, from. Uh, one from Russia, one from Spain, but that was like on New Year's about a few years back. Wow. Mr. Hobbs, we are closing to <laughs> 50 minutes of the podcast. <laughs> a lot more than what I expected. Um, the last episode was six <laughs> minutes, and I, truth be told, I, I didn't think it would last this long, but... um. I just want to say um, thank you um, for your time. I think we're going to call it right now. Um, this world was created by Lucifer M S T M Star. And I guess we'll see you all in the next episode. Once again, Mr. Hobbs, thank you for joining me. Yeah, it's no problem.